0: Hey goddess, it's Abiola from unblockmybusiness.com where we are doing the spiritual business success camp. So that's why I'm at unblockmybusiness.com. You can find all of my other courses, etc., at manifestyourpower.com or of course, um but today unblock MyBusiness.com Spiritual Business Success Camp 12 Days of Blissness, a mini course just for my spiritpreneur sisters. And today we are on day four. We are talking about public speaking. If you have missed any of this course at all, just go to unblockmybusiness.com, enroll for free, and take it from there. So public speaking, speaking is, I consider to be a big part of my work um, and a big part of me putting my voice in the world. And I have been speaking for as long as I can remember. Now, of course, I'm including, you know, doing those poetry things in school you know, where we stand up and, you know, do the poem and all of those kinds of things. And for much of my life, I had a love hate relationship with public presentation, or getting up and saying something in front of a crowd. One of my earliest memories of feeling shame and fear about getting up in front of the group to speak is a I I tell this story in elaborate detail, I think in the sacred bombshell handbook of self-love, but I'll just give you the condensed version right now. And maybe it was, Fifth grade, Thir- no, it was third or third or fourth grade. We had a storytelling contest, and the class that would win. I was in a program called the EGC for Exceptionally Gifted Children. Uh, this is, you know, a lot of public schools in New York in the eighties had these um, programs, and so the winner of the storytelling contest would get a trip to go to Kenya. Was it Kenya? I think that it was Kenya. It was somewhere in. Africa, but I don't remember it being West Africa, way west or way south. I'm For some reason in my head, I'm thinking Kenya. Um, and so I rehearsed this story like crazy because I wanted this trip. We had been studying different countries in Africa all year in school. I had an amazing teacher named Miss Fader. She was an incredible woman um, to this day. I think that she's one of the most influential people in my life who I remember her standing in front of the room and saying to us as a class, you know, look around you, look around you. And this was, we were fortunate to have her for for third and fourth grade. So she would, she would say things like, look around, you're eight years old or you're nine years old. This is a class for exceptional, um, exceptionally gifted children. And the majority of you in this class are, um, a from your children of people from different countries because I grew up in Queens New York and B you know you are children of color for the most part and she was like I'm a 65 year old white woman and Jewish woman and I'm here to tell you that I am in awe of all you have and you will be very successful Miss Fader was amazing um, getting teary talking about Miss Fader but anyway so storytelling contest we memorized this story and The day that when it was my turn for the competition, I stood up in front of the class. I had memorized the whole story, but we were only up to I'm I've always been a over <laughs> overdoer or overachiever depending how you want to look at it but you know like we had, we were only supposed to memorize like say one fourth of the story but i had already memorized it to the end and but I was embarrassed as I started the story I felt everybody's eyes on me I was like what do I do I don't want to go all the way to the end people think will think I'm a kiss up um we were only supposed to do up to here uh, I don't want people to think who does she think she is I don't, well, I don't want you know people to think whatever childhood version. Of being a bitch was or whatever it was. And so I stopped, you know, where I was supposed to and kind of downplayed my whole like storytelling thing and didn't do with the flair and drama that I had practiced at home with my family. And then um, my girl Marissa Gilliam got up. Marissa Gilliam is a brilliant, brilliant woman. Um, Well, we were all, you know, kids, but she (laughs) ended up going to Marissa go to Yale. I think she went to Yale. Marissa's awesome. Anyway, this time at this point in time I was hating on Marissa (laughs) Marissa got up and she did the story from start to finish and the whole class applauded Miss Fader applauded Miss Fader was like wow look at Marissa she's gone above and beyond blah 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 she rocks let's end the contest here she wins the trip she's going to Africa and Marissa went to Kenya and I stayed with the rest of the class making masks and having a pizza party Ah. So (laughs) that was just one instance of many that I have where I was wanting inside to be more, to do more, to stretch outside of what made me comfortable. But then I would find ways to talk myself out of it, to play small, to shrink, to not show up, to not be visible. The blessing of being an adult and being X amount of years old and having so much time behind me is that. I find pleasure and joy in speaking now. And you, if you are listening to this and you are interested in being a speaker, you could build a whole business model around being a speaker that, you know, you could easily over the next year become a speaker that makes $10,000 or more per speech. And so then you'd only need to really do one speech A month to really be able to have, you know, a a nice income, if that's what you wanted to do. Um, You could do you could be a college speaker at 5000 a speech, or more or less or depending, you know, but the sky is the limit, it depends on your access, your platform, your topic, you know, and most importantly, which is what I'm going to be talking about, um, what it is that you have to say, because there are lots of speakers who are saying lots of nothing and that's fine. You know, some people just want a generic motivational speaker to come and speak to the Rotary Club or whatever it is. Nothing is wrong with, you know, whatever your vision is for yourself. I know that that's not what I want to do. And generally the tribe, my Spiritpreneur Warrior Sisters, that's not what any of us um, generally aim to do. We are usually doing this work because we are light workers and we want to make a difference and we have something to say and we believe that what we have to share is important. And so... I want you to be clear on what it is that you have to say one of the things that i learned that has been really helpful for me in the past year um well no i i guess the past three years um is and i learned this from this woman who teaches her name is lisa Sassovich, she's an awesome coach she specifically teaches speakers how to speak present, make an income, and to learn that whatever you're getting paid for the speech is really just the jump off of you being able to make more income. Her premi- her primary program in this area is called Speak to Sell. I'm not getting any aff- affiliate income or anything from it. I perhaps will. I'm going to set that up. But in this conversation, I'm just sharing to just be sharing. Um, but one of the most beautiful things that I learned from her the elegant way you can build speaking into your practice as a coach, a healer, a life worker, a creative guru, um, lifestyle expert is her father was a magician And he taught her that you don't necessarily need to change your act, quote unquote, as he called it. He said, change the audience. And so Lisa teaches to have a signature talk. And that has been so transformational for me that it's something that I teach now, a different version of it because it's based on my own experiences and other things that I've seen to work a little bit differently and a little bit better for my market. But having a signature talk that you then are refining and is the core of your lessons, is really powerful and helpful if you're someone who speaks often that I usually speak about 10 times a year this year because I had challenges personal challenges in the first half of the year and I wasn't really out there I think this year I've spoken maybe about seven times or so five to seven times um or four to seven something like that and so you know there are different you know i didn't this year just stick with like the signature talk and you know that sort of thing and i made some adjustments and it's more than i can go into in this call it's something that i will teach in depth in a unit in the upcoming spiritpreneur warrior business sisterhood which is going to be a 12 month program for it's it's a group program it's a digital group program for Coaches, healers, and lifestyle gurus who have a message and a mission and a movement and they want to put themselves and their voice on the map, be abundant and prosperous and um, double and triple your income and your business. Um, But I think that speaking is an important cornerstone. So today's assignment is for Spiritual Business Bootcamp, 12 Days of Blissness at unblockmybusiness.com. Ask yourself a question and you can journal this, write it down, come to our Facebook group and write it there. Share with us. What is your unique core message for 2017? What is your personal unique core message that you're going to have that, you know, you can have a lot of different offerings, but we need to know you as a person having a core voice and a core message and and people know you for something that you're an expert in. So, you know, if you are a love coach, what is your core message about love? If you are a health coach, what is your core message about health? I want it I want you to be very very detailed about this. Here's what I wrote. I'm going to go to our Facebook, our private Facebook group and you can find that link at unblockmybusiness.com and find what I shared. I wrote, "My unique core message for 2017 is let's get fearless." I'm changing my name to Abiola Fearless for the year to bring it home. <laughs> the tenets of my message are don't talk about it, be about it. And you are the president of your own life. So get to, get ready to hear that a lot. What differentiates my unique core message is that most people, when they talk about being fearless, they're talking about bungee jumping and stuff like that. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm talking about inner fearlessness based on feminine power that includes vulnerability, allowing risk taking and willingness to step outside of our comfort zones and stop settling for less and viewing ourselves as less than. And so a big part of, you know, my Be Fearless movement, which is going to be coming up, is my Bali retreat at Abundance PrayLove.com, the Abundance Pray Love Bali Healing Retreat, which if it resonates with you, you can, I, I would love to come to, to have you come play with me in Bali. Uh, if it resonates with you, this is going to be all about that inner fearlessness, dissolving those things that block us from our abundance and our success, and truly stepping up and stepping out and being visible. So That's what my unique core message is. So what is yours? Come on over to the Facebook group and let me know. Of course, you can find the Facebook group at unblockmybusiness.com. And tomorrow, Friday, will be another Facebook Live broadcast at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I will be joined on my Facebook page by Medina, who is the co-creator with me of the Abundance Pray Love Mindset Reset, Bali Retreat, June 9th through the 13th, 2017. Yay! (laughs) All right, so I look forward to hearing also about how you intend to incorporate speaking into your business. So, all my love, you are the president of your own life. Don't talk about it, be about it yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I needed that yeah part at the end, but there we go. So you have it.